I tried to dive a little deeper into, you know, where my feelings of my sexuality come from. And, uh, you know, the, the, the background of having to go through the process of being a, a queer man or queer person, coming out to whoever it may be, you know, that journey and dealing with that and having that trauma. For, for me personally, it was like I didn't, I didn't come out until I was 24. I hadn't, like, lived that normal process of relationships and um, learning to connect with other people, other men, till I was, like, in my mid-20s. So the song's kind of about that lack of intimacy, but, like, the desire and lack of connection because of your trauma, if that makes sense. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I tried to not go too obvious with what I was talking about, trying to make it accessible to other people, but also having this underlying, you know, premise of, yes, this, uh, this is like my, I'm a gay man, this is my struggle, yeah. It does com- come across as very much like accessible in that way, as you said, and it, it kind of has a lot of different meanings that are alluded to, and it's it's very vague, but at the same time, it really hits very um, close to home and is very personal. Mm. Um how did you find that you were able to go about talking such a deeply personal topic and then translating it into a song? It took me a little bit of time, I think. Like, my writing process can be really strenuous <laughs> sometimes, like figuring out what the actual song means and where I'm going, because normally I'll, I'll start with the production and, you know, find the, the melodies and the feeling and what, you know, what sonically feels right before I even dive into the meaning of a song and then I'll know mumble (laughs) in the melodies and try to piece words together like a puzzle and eventually something will come together and I think um once the chorus came together it kind of set the the imagery of what I was trying to get across I think when you are listening to it, it it does feel very like emotive and very emotional um very like reminiscent of kind of I don't know if this was the point but like early weekend in the way that yeah. it's very closed off and reserved but also there's so much emotion in what yeah. you're saying how did that kind of go with like translating that feeling into yeah, the song yeah trying to be vulnerable but also have a bit of appeal as well like to the brand I'm building and the kind of music that I want to make the weekend's a huge heavy, uh, heavy influence of mine um like early stuff, um, like that dark uh, R&B beats, <laughs> but like a vulnerable, sensual vocal over the top. With I try to not go as like as vulgar as <laughs> as The Weekend does, which is I guess why like I try to yeah tone it down and still I don't know yeah create create the scene you know the pre-choruses. I want you on my body blah 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 like create that 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 sexual tension mm. but not be so obvious with like what i'm saying like the weekend does because sometimes he goes a bit far i think oh absolutely <laughs> but, i think it yeah. comes through too in that and i guess adding the your kind of queer experience adds another layer to it as well in that mm. you know it's it's adding this again something that is so deeply personal and you know you are you are kind of not being as vulgar about it as the weekend but um it it still does feel so I, I guess central is the right word. It just it fits it so well. Um, you also, you know, touched on a bit of the production aspect of this. Um, you know, I know that it's uh, recorded in your bedroom studio. Can we talk a little bit about that? What's a bedroom studio? Uh, well, <laughs> it's uh, it's had its stages of being 
a complete mess and also a, a great vibe. At the moment, I'm in a great space. Um, this was pre-recorded in my previous house, which was just like literally my bedroom. Me and my partner shared the space <laughs> constantly, so recording and producing in there was a bit of a nightmare. But I'm also super comfortable being in my space and um, it's kind of something I need to get over, actually, <laughs> like being in my own space and I need to learn to collaborate and go to actual studios and record and produce with other people. But in my room, I feel like that's my creative space and despite my dog and my partner being around all the time, it's like, it's nice to be in my room and be able to do something, make something that's like quite complicated and high quality still in my bedroom without having to deal with all the other stuff that comes with you know, recording in a studio and um, recording with other people. But, yeah, that's something I do need to work on as well, like just meeting other people and finding other studios and not being so in my bedroom. I mean, not necessarily. I It is completely self-sufficient in that way and it, it's true to what you're creating and the the vision of, you know, your own art and um, and what you're doing. And I guess in that same kind of... By that same token, you have a music video for this song as well. Can you tell yeah. us a little bit about that and yourself creating that? Yeah, um, yeah. So I just went super DIY, really. Um, I had this really vis- vivid vision in my head of, like, sounds really random, but being somewhere like Royal Park, they've got this massive open grasslands. I think it's called the uh, Native Grasslands. Um, and it's just like got the city in the backdrop and I just had this vivid vision of like this really light material over me with a light and it just blowing in the wind and for months and months that stuck with me. I, I was even working with a director for a little bit and then that kind of fell through unfortunately. Um, we both just didn't have the time but this was like a separate thing to that whole vision so that falling through and then me moving into a new place and moving in with a director from Argentina who had just moved here as well. Her friend was here visiting, you had a drone, and I was like, okay, let's just, what can I do to quickly get this done because the song's coming out? Went and bought this thing called Feather Silk, which is like this really light, silky material. It cost me 60 bucks, uh, and that's pretty much all I've spent on the video. And then we went to Royal Park and just shot it with a drone and hoped for the best, really, and um, spent the last couple of weeks editing it driving myself insane because I don't really edit videos, kind of teaching myself through Premiere. But that's been an experience in itself and, an, and another skill, I guess. Um, and yeah, it kind of just finished last night and it is getting premiered today on Happy Mag, which is pretty sick. When you're filming, I guess, a music video and it is for a song that, you know, does have such a strong, I guess, visual imagery and does feel very dark, uh, does the does this music video and like its production and creation kind of do you feel like it informs that the meaning of the song or do you feel like you've already had that vision in your head and you know exactly what it's going to be and it turns out exactly like that? Yes and no. Like I think experimentation and trying things is really important. Um, but the opening of the song really set the tone in my in, like the the synths. If anyone's listening and you have heard the song. Um, it's just a really dramatic opening scene and um, I think that just went hand in hand with the, the vision that I had and then the lyrics and the songs, yeah, as you said, being quite sensual and vulnerable, being alone in this park with this, like, silk wrapped over me with no shirt and I don't know, there's, there's something beautifully dramatic about it and 
yeah, I think it really complemented the song, and yeah, it, it goes hand in hand, really. Mm. And, you know, this video is very, again, self-made, self-produced, all that kind of thing. Um, what would you say to any kind of aspiring musicians who are considering doing their own music video production, rollout, release? What Just, um, advice do you have to give? Uh, planning is great. <laughs> like, uh, trying to, like, you know, plan ahead, months ahead. With me, I didn't really do that very much. With the video, it was all a bit of a rush, just because it came together like that. But um, yeah, just just try. Like you just, there's so much access to tools that we have now. You know, like even filming videos on our phone, people doing that. You know, um, I was just lucky enough to have a drone <laughs> with, with with me at the time through a friend. Um, yeah, I think it's just just trial and error. Try try different things. Keep producing, keep doing your thing, find your sound, find your aesthetic, your vision, and it kind of eventually finds its way in your brand. And if you're true to, like, what what you're speaking for, it'll it'll eventually match up. And I feel like I'm, I'm still in the very early stages of, you know, where I'm at in my creative journey, but this release has really kind of cemented where I think I'm going brand-wise and aesthetic-wise and sonically, and, yeah, I think... I just I just had to try it and it's working out and not working out in <laughs> big form but like I'm you know I'm seeing seeing the the fruits of my labor coming and yeah I just just give it a go do it again yeah, I think it's something that's so important and it is something that definitely, I guess, from an outside looking in perspective, you do have a very cohesive kind of vision and branding um, of your own personal <laughs> self. And even with this single, everything just feels so tied together. Um, and especially, you know, we've we've been seeing you do a lot of admin with both yourself and with your partner to get this release out. You know, mm. what has or what does a single release entail for you? Um, preparation, understanding... You know, the, what, what's, what does the song mean? What does it look like? What's, what do you want to say? Um, I think prior releases to this, I haven't really felt like I've dived into what I wanted to say. Um, but for that, this release, I feel like I finally am, am finding my voice. Um, again, I've forgotten your question. <laughs> <laughs> Even, yeah, you've, you've basically answered it. Um. But yeah, even in that, you know, finding your voice um, as part of this single, and uh, it's it's kind of very queer coded themes, queer coded. It's queer themes, and um, and how it kind of relates to that. I guess I want to ask, what is your relationship to the queer community? I'm still finding it, to be honest. Um, moving down to Melbourne was a massive step six years ago. Um, prior to that, I had virtually no queer community. Um, I have a lot of queer friends around me, um, a lot of queer creatives. Um, yeah, I think just going out locally, you know, just meeting people, talking to people. I think, yeah, with, with this this song as well, like, I'm trying to touch on this, uh, you know, the fleeting experience you have through dating apps. And, yeah, in queer, queer culture, I think dating apps are, I mean, dating apps are huge either way, but... I find in as as gay men like it's overused to an extent of like it loses the sense of community. I think like meeting other queer people in person, going to queer events is such a better way than online. Um yeah, just get out there. Find your people. Yeah. Or like 
you know, be positive about the people you want around you and they'll come. Mm, absolutely. And I think, do you think that that's kind of your experience with the, especially the local queer community, has informed how, you know, you go about your artistry? A little bit, yeah. And like what I want to speak on, I guess. Um, and how I want it to look and feel, how I want people to connect. I kind of, I, 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 I would love to, you know, continue to be a part of the push of the voice of queer people and um, what we stand for and who we are. Yeah. Mm. I guess coming back to the theme of queer desire, as you know, as pointed out in your single Dawn, mm. how is this this theme different for the queer community, this, you know, desire and longing? And are there different challenges with queer talking stages? A little bit. I think it's like the the only difference is, yeah, like the the process that you have to go through and learning how to connect with other 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 people and how to act act in your own confidence as a queer person around other queer people as you were saying that kind of experience with dating apps and um how transactional everything can be but the song is such a sharp and like distinct contrast from that in that it does feel like it kind of hones into something internally mm. i guess what was the intention with you know creating the song and what did you want people who were hearing it to to be thinking i kind of want to I, I yeah i want i want to push the boundary of what is okay or, or like i don't know acceptable for queer people like you know we we grow up seeing we're, we're always exposed to hetero things in whether it's in movies or on ads um and that led me to grow up around like a lot of uh, internalized or casual uh, casual homophobia. Even unfortunately, like within my close friends and family growing up, so it forced me to hide myself. Um, so I kind of want, I wanted to push the boundary of like, what what can I say as a gay man, and still be accessible. But yeah, find, finding my voice, and then in, in the video, trying to be a bit sexy, <laughs> um, and push what people might be comfortable with, I guess. Um, yeah, I think that's that's also a big growth for me as well, like trying to, trying to find myself through this and my confidence through this. And I think th- through Milo and making music, I'm actually am finding myself through doing this at the same time, yeah. That's such a beautiful thing. Oh, I love that. And it's, it is, it's, it's a boundary that you're kind of seeing be broken in real time and that, it, it kind of has escaped the realm of this is a song about, like, queer longing and queer desire. And it's, you know, even having a look at some of the, like, streaming services, their inclusion of this song onto playlists that are, like, you know, sensual time playlists and sexy time playlists and all that kind of thing. Um, and, you know, that inclusion in those playlists, is it goes beyond a, like, hey, here's, like, a top 50 queer sexy songs playlist. It's like, no, this is reaching, like, it's it's breaking that boundary. It's... It, it's becoming something that is just kind of not thought about and it can just be a song about desire and longing and it doesn't have to be stereotyped as one yeah, thing or another. Yeah, so, so defined. Like, I, I, a big thing with me in releasing music, I don't, I don't want to be put in a box. Like, I imagine most, most artists don't want to be put in a box. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I guess, yeah, going, going back to that accessibility to other people, but at the same time, still trying to, yeah, just push that boundary a little bit. I know I'm not the only one pushing the boundary, but I want to be a part of that and 
yeah, and encourage other people to be confident within within themselves. And it's taken me a long time to figure it out, and hopefully, I can help other people figure it out. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, the song exudes confidence, and it is it's something that. Thank you. It's it's just so great. I'm I'm talking it up so much, but I do want to ask what else we have to look forward to from you this year. Um, a few more releases coming up, kind of in finishing stages of a couple things. Hopefully, have an EP. Not hopefully. I'm aiming to have an EP by you know October, November, and got to get back into gigging. I like went started gigging last year again. Played NGV, which was amazing. Played one gig after that, and then just had this arm injury RSI in my elbow and since then kind of just dropped off a bit so getting back on the gigging horse is like really difficult for me <laughs> like just trying to figure out where should I play and I know I think I think I need to like try and figure out who I can support um I think starting there would be great um but yeah no, get, getting back into gigs is a big priority at the moment <laughs> <laughs>